0: talk radio you're listening to the american journal with your host harrison smith watch it live right now at band.video I can see in the aftermath of the crisis, people are very, very concerned about the United States' relationship with China. There's, there's, in other words, a a second Bretton Woods, Um, but it's not on the cards yet.
1: And and I think this is where um, uh, we have to work on the the intellectual
0: structure of such a deal.
2: And so this is a breathtaking step, uh,
0: which effectively nationalizes or federalizes the deposit base, of the U.S. financial system. Look, the bottom line is this. Americans can rest assured that our banking system is safe.
2: Mr. President, what do you know right now about why this happened? And can you assure Americans that there won't be a ripple effect?
3: Do you expect other banks to fail, Mr. President? Should all
2: depositors be
0: protected at all banks? What I do want to do is emphasize that the American banking system
2: is really um, safe and well-capitalized. It's resilient. I do agree that the system
0: is breaking it out. And one of the major reasons, not the only reason obviously,
3: but one of the major reasons is that you don't have good corporate leadership. So you say, so what? But I'll tell you, so what, if you don't have good corporate leadership in companies, yeah, with the tide is high and things are great, it doesn't matter. And all these guys
2: that run these companies are partying and having a good time and giving themselves bonuses. I'm Scott Shea, chairman of Signature Bank, and it is a pleasure for me to welcome you to this multimedia, multicasted, multispatial meeting of
3: the Pride Council. CNN, ABC News, the BBC, they're like, it's over, all the banks are collapsing, run for the hills, bigger than 2008, don't worry though, we've got central bank digital currencies there, and we're gonna save you with these, because they're they are gonna have a, a new system, they haven't told us yet, but you know, it's central bank digital currency, they've been prepping it, they've been getting it ready, they are artificially, like they locked down our houses, locked down our businesses, locked us down, in the last few years and imploded the third world with two plus years of lockdowns they're now getting a new one ready just cutting off liquidity in the market but the federal reserves already raised interest rates five six times last year if they don't cut them now you know they're deliberately trying to put the economy into a cardiac arrest and the central private banks are not going to prop up the regional and local banks and credit unions So they all go down and they can bring in the central bank digital currencies, the centralized system that totally controls every fast year life.
0: In fact, the controller of the currency nominee um, in the first year of the Biden uh, administration literally proposed in an article for Vanderbilt that the beautiful thing about having CBDCs is if you're worried about inflation, you just freeze everybody's bank accounts the important thing to understand is central bank digital currencies are not currencies it's a financial transaction
3: control grid they've got all the c central bank digital currencies ready they've got the central currencies ready this is a historic moment ending Bretton woods bringing in a global consortium run by the un run by the big central banks to bring in a new global set standard in international polls and national polls Upwards of 90% of people don't trust the government and don't like it. So this illegitimate system does not have the people's support. It's a very strange time where we I don't think people have a, a lot of faith right now in institutions. And so I think there's like a, a, a feeling of chaos that exists today that I don't think has ever existed in my life like this before. cp see Pete Buttigieg and kamala harris and and biden can't get a sentence out you're like this is madness these people are utter fools and these are the people that are running everything but why is that being done because kamala harris and barack obama's third administration or biden are puppets fall guys to take the fall which i told you two plus years ago need to understand, our so-called elites are like an idiot robbing a gun store. Starting a war, a a kinetic war, a nuclear war is where it's going with Russia, is the equivalent of robbing a gun store at noon when you've got five employees armed. It's all coming down, folks.
2: That's the latest from John Bound, the dawn of the NWO banking system. Find and share it, of course, at band.video and infowars.com. We'll be right back with your Daily Dispatch. This is The American Journal. It's Thursday, March
0: 16th, year of our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith.
2: Watch it live right now at band.video.
0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome
2: to The American Journal. I am your host, Harrison Smith. Very glad to be with you here today, InfoWars.com, band.video. We're taking your calls throughout the show today and talking about a lot of major stories war across the world, the manufactured economic collapse leading to the pre-planned rollout of central bank digital currencies, which will be the final turn of the key in the lock of the jail cell around planet Earth, and we'll get into what we can do about it, how we can fight back, what the purpose of all of this is. Well, let's begin today, as we do every day, with our Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Thursday, the 16th of March, 2023. EPA proposes first standards to make drinking water safer from, quote, forever chemicals. Well, about time. About time, I have to say. The U.S. EPA on Tuesday proposed the first national drinking water standard for forever chemicals that are dangerous to human health. The move could radically affect drinking water for nearly everyone in the United States, which is... Which is kind of an insane thing to say, since prior to that sentence I just read, all we'd ever heard is that to say that there are chemicals in the water is insanity. It's crazy. It's conspiracy theory. Shut up, Alex Jones. And now they're just like, but, you know, if we make rules saying that you can't put cancer-causing, estrogen-mimicking, phytoestrogen plastics in the water, it's going to change the water for everyone. Because we're all being poisoned, is that what you're saying? Because prior to this... All of our water has been saturated with this poison? Oh, okay, great. I, I wish I would knew. If only I had a t-shirt that said there's poison in the tap water from InfoWarsStore.com. Maybe I would have known this before. The new rule intends to set drinking water standards for six per and polyflocal, uh, polyfloral alkyl substances known as PFAs or forever chemicals, PFAs are a family of ubiquitous synthetic chemicals that linger in the environment and the human body where they can cause serious health problems. Although there are thousands of PFA chemicals, according to the National Institute of Health, under the rule, water systems would have to monitor for six specific chemicals, notify the public about PFA's levels, and work to reduce them if the levels go above the standard allowed. And the other headline I I read about this was like, EPA proposes rules limiting cancer-causing chemicals in water for the first time. they're proposing that are they they're proposing that for the first time really okay well hey better late than never right hope you've all been uh, filtering your water up till now because the government sure as hell hasn't cared i'm sorry i'm just getting this this just coming in tap water turning frogs gay turning frogs gay more later on that story US maternal deaths rose sharply in 2021, CDC data shows, and experts worry the problem is getting worse. As women continue to die due to pregnancy or childbirth each year in the United States, new federal data shows that the nation's maternal death rate rose significantly yet again in 2021 with rates among black women more than twice as high as those among white women. Experts say the say the United States ongoing maternal mortality crisis was compounded by COVID-19, which led to dramatic increase in death. USC's uh, continued rise in maternal deaths and ongoing inequities inequities okay all right the problem is that they're unequal that's the that's the real big issue is the inequality evidence of some sort of systemic racism or is it wildly different contributing factors i mean the health outcome of minorities in america is significantly worse anyway but It has nothing to do with racism. Spoiler alert, nothing to do with racism. A lot to do with lifestyle choices. A lot to do with uh, education attainment. A lot to do with uh, all sorts of stuff that has nothing to do with racism. But what do you think they're going to blame it on? That's right, climate change. That's right, it's got to be climate change. It's got to be climate change and COVID-19 and racism those are the 3 causes of everything bad. They're the only things we ever have to care about. Meanwhile, there's Oh, they're solving one problem in San Francisco. San Francisco proposes reparations includes 5 million dollars for eligible black people. A controversial draft reparations proposal that includes a 5 million dollar lump sum payment for each eligible black person could make San Francisco the first major city to fund reparations, although it faces steep financial headlands and blistering criticism from conservatives. Yeah, those those gosh darn conservatives pointing out that this is an absolutely insane and untenable program, that there's absolutely no way to fund this, and even if there was, there's absolutely no way it would work. I mean, those darn conservatives pointing out basic facts, about financial things. $5 million, $5 million for 50,000 black people living in San Francisco in the state of California, which never allowed slavery. So, to repeat what has been said on this show many times, a state that never allowed slavery is taking money from people who never owned slaves and giving it to people who never were slaves. Wrap your mind around that one for a moment, won't you? It's not clear how many of the 50,000 black people would be eligible for financial reparations. (laughs) They'll hammer out the details later. Cut the checks, then hammer out the details later. I think that's smart. Just wild stuff. And, you know, it's it's these types of headlines that for you read them and you just go, what? There's no way. There's no way. Come on. Quit being ridiculous. Then you just sort of move on, and then it's like, and the proposal is passed. And they're like, wait. And you're like, what? Wait, wait. I thought that was a joke. I thought that was a big, fat joke because of how stupid it was. But no, they're actually doing it. You know, it's like the the gas stove thing, Right. They're like, we're going to get rid of gas stoves. And we're all like, what? You hear that guy? You hear that guy just say they're going to get rid of gas stoves? That's ridiculous. And then the liberal media writes articles that are like, conservatives are making up a new talking point about gas stoves. How ridiculous. And then you just see like, uh, the city of Denver has banned gas stoves. You cannot have a gas stove anymore. And you're just like, oh, yeah, I knew it wasn't a joke. I knew it wasn't a joke the whole time. There is no bottom to this pit. There, there is no you know, limit to the absurdity. They're just going to do it, and it's going to make everything worse, and then they're going to do it again because that's what they keep doing, and that's the endless cycle that we're in, and we have to get out. We're like a a mouse stuck in a washing machine just being spun around on a spin cycle. Just completely and utterly insane. We'll, We'll get back to that in a little bit. Meanwhile, Texas announces takeover of Houston's public school district, the state's largest. Maybe one of the largest in the country as well. Texas officials on Wednesday announced a state takeover of Houston's nearly 200,000 student public school district, the eighth largest in the country, acting on years of threats and angering Democrats who assailed the move as political. This is a political move, is it, though? Uh, But is it, though, or is your resistance to it political? Are you just projecting your politicization of education onto the people who just want their kids to be able to read and do math? I think that's what it is. The announcement made by Republican Governor Greg Abbott's education commissioner amounts to one of the largest school takeovers in the U.S. It also deepens the high stakes rift between Texas's largest city where Democrats wield control locally and state Republican leaders who have sought increasing authority in the wake of election fumbles and pandemic restrictions, you know, or just the utter and complete failure of the school district, you know, or just the massive collapse of learning across the, the country and the huge misallocation of resources in that particular school district, leading to just really, really poor outcomes that are not sustainable in the long run. It could be that. It could be something along those lines. But the Democrats say it's because Republicans are mean, so I guess that's what it is. Again, we'll get into this a little bit later as well. Race is also an issue because the overwhelming majority of students in Houston schools are Hispanic or black. Domingo Morel, a professor of political science and public services at New York University, has studied school takeovers nationwide, and the political dynamics in Texas are similar to where states have intervened elsewhere. Oh, what, you mean where money is poured into a school district, it completely collapses and fails, and nothing works, and so then the state has to step in and try to correct the course and the democrats ha- don't care at all until the republicans step in and then they oppose it on political grounds while allowing the f- schools to fail their students has that happened before over and over great last story is this china russia deploying space weapons to attack u.s satellites warns space force chief gee who could have seen that coming other than donald trump who created the space force for this exact mission space force deploy
3: It's hard to believe that we're already going into March 2023, and the world is an insane place. World War III has already started. Biden is a puppet and is dissolving our borders. There's mass censorship. James O'Keefe's been removed from Project Veritas. The list goes on and on of the bad things that are happening. But the good things that are happening is humanity is really accelerating its awakening. But those of us on the forefront are under more attack by the establishment than ever. That's why I'm counting on you to spread the word about the broadcast, to pray for the broadcast, and hit the broadcast on the air by getting great products at InfoWarsStore.com. And whether it's a final signed copy, they're almost all sold out, with the great reset in the world for the world, or Ultimate Bone Broth, finally back in stock after over two years, it's all available at InfoWarsStore.com. These are truly amazing products. So get your InfoWars products at InfoWarsStore.com and enrich your life while keeping the broadcast on the air. It is your decision on whether or not we stay on air, so please take action now at Store. I've got some good news. Our high-quality supplements really work, and we have about an 80% reorder rate with customers. That's the good news. They're amazing. The bad news is around 1% or a little less of our actual viewers and listeners ever go to InfowarStore.com and ever actually buy the products. So you're missing out on these products, plus it funds the Infowar. Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience actually buying products. Think of what would happen. If those of you on the fence actually went to InfoWarsStore.com and got some of these amazing products, I would recommend turmeric 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder it and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high-quality, full-spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well, or Real Red Pill Plus. Just go try the product, fund the InfoWar, and help us defeat the new order together. Infowarstore.com.
0: You're listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
2: And gentlemen, this is the American Journal. We'll be taking your phone calls throughout the show today. I do want to ask you to go to Infowarsstore.com, not just because it keeps us on the air and in the fight against the globalist menace, which we have had unparalleled and really hardly relenting success. Infowarsstore.com is the only way that we've ever... Been funded. Ashgawanda with black pepper. That's the newest supplement from InfoWars MD. That's our newest line of supplements. This high quality product has been developed with nutrients for enhanced brain function. Our formula can help support mental clarity and increased feelings of well being. Ashgawanda is an herb that has been used for centuries in traditional uh, Ayurvedic medicine. Ayurvedic medicine. It is believed to have several health benefits, including reducing stress and anxiety, improving cognitive function, and boosting immune system function. Adding black pepper to ashwagandha may enhance its absorption and effectiveness in the body. Black pepper contains a a compound called pepperine, which has been shown to increase bioavailability of certain compounds, including ashwagandha. 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 Try out ashwagandha with black pepper and check out the other high-quality products at Infowars MD today. You don't need to be able to pronounce it to be able to benefit from it, and it's not because it's not like you're not being able to pronounce it because it's some sort of bizarre chemical concoction that somebody came up with in a lab. It's just a very powerful foreign herb, uh, and it also includes vitamin D two, zinc, and a number of other great things in the Ashwa- ashwagandhi ashwaganda gummy formulation. Even when I know how to say it, I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that who we get it from ash ashwagandha of course if anybody has been you know in the alternative medicine world for a long time you probably know the uh, ingredient well well now you can get it at infowarsstore.com uh, at 25 percent off it's incredibly powerful and of course the bioavailability of it is so important because just like with most uh, supplements or vitamins if you i mean you can take a ton But most of it just gets flushed out of your system. You have to be able to absorb it, which is where that black pepper comes in handy. So uh, go to InfoWarsStore.com right now to support everything that we do here. What we're going to do here today is cover news across the world from massive developments in the central bank digital currency realm where it really does seem like the collapse of especially the one bank signature bank. Uh, is directly related to their activities in cryptocurrency. It's a massive percentage of their holdings in cryptocurrency. Now they're being bought out by a different bank. Uh, they're not saying specifically that they have to get out of the cryptocurrency realm, but it's just, it's not a coincidence. It's an attack on cryptocurrency. At least that's what the experts who actually like cryptocurrency are saying. And we'll get into that a little bit later. Of course, also major geopolitical news on the war front. But we're going to start with some other stuff here. There's also a very strange story about this guy, Gao Winjui. Gao Wingui. He was arrested. He is friends of Steve Bannon. He was arrested in New York City. Over $1 billion fraud. And then the building where he got arrested caught on fire while the FBI agents were still there. So we'll look into those reports and see what the hell was going on uh, with that whole situation. I also wanted to do, we'll do a little we'll do a little question and answer time with the mainstream media. This story from MSN: Why does flying seem so terrible right now? What could it be? There's a lot of questions. MSM has right. Why are the death rates skyrocketing all of a sudden? Why are young athletes? falling over dead why is flying so terrible what what could be behind all of this what what what's going on here what's happening they're asking I think I might have an answer, but first the question. Why does flying seem so terrible right now? For months now, headlines have delivered a relentless parade of tough news for nervous flyers. A runway near near miss between two planes here. A mid-flight battery fire there. Severe turbulence that projects passengers out of their seats. A 14,000-foot plunge towards the Pacific Ocean. Yet another attack on a flight attendant. And then a close call after close call on the tarmac. What? could it be as observers responded with bafflement another one didn't this just happen the federal aviation administration is taking note well good that's the very least they could do air travel experts convened wednesday in northern virginia to examine and address recent safety concerns as part of a broader review several members of the panel pointed to turnover of the industry's labor force as a potential safety risk we are experiencing the safest period in aviation history (laughs) okay (laughs) a weird third paragraph when you consider the first two, but moving on, we cannot take this for granted. Acting FAA Administrator Billy Nolan wrote in a memo last month, recent events remind us we must not become complacent. Now is the time to stare into the data and ask hard questions, hard questions like, does this have anything to do with the recent push to value diversity over merit in hiring procedures? That's kind of a hard question. See, that's that's too hard of a question for them to ask. They're going to ask the hard questions, but make sure that the answers are easier than what I just said. Okay, that's a hard thing to contend with with the current, you know, media landscape and everything. That's ugh. we're going to ask the hard questions, but not too hard. We're going to ask the medium range questions. We're not going expert level. We're not at that, you know, video game accomplishment yet. No, we're we're going to ask the questions that. Um, correspond with and align with our predetermined psychosocial desires uh, in the first place. So just so you're you're aware, and it it could be that could also be that, you know, uh, airplanes are just a concentrated version, uh, a microcosm of what you see across the United States at large. You see a almost purposefully developed sense of insanity, across the world. You see people fighting all over the place and you also see them fighting at flight desks. You see people going off on each other and attacking random innocent people on the streets. You also see it in airplanes. Now, maybe this is just a highly observed, highly recorded version of what's going on everywhere else around the world or around the country. And also maybe, just maybe, it has something to do with With the vaccine that causes heart attacks, especially in people prone to heart attacks anyway, of which pilots would be one of the top of these people because they're at a higher risk of blood clots already because of the change in atmosphere and uh, pressure that they go through continuously. Uh, Meanwhile, on – Twitter, Josh Yoder posts, the FAA has admitted to an airline pilot that his myocarditis was possibly vaccine-induced, yet without further investigation, they continue to jeopardize the safety of air travel and the health of pilots by pushing non-FDA-approved injections against their own aeromedical medical guidance. So here you see the uh, supposed memo from the Federal Aviation Committee of Aviation Safety, the Office of Aerospace Medicine, saying, our review of your medical records has established that you are eligible for first-class medical certificate. Uh, Because of your history of possible vaccine-induced myocarditis, your operation of an aircraft is prohibited at any time, new symptoms, or adverse changes occur in your health status. So there, from the FAA, they admit that vaccine-induced myocarditis, at least for this pilot, may be responsible for his health issues. And when you have pilots collapsing in australia right before boarding an airplane or a a forced emergency landing of i believe a united flight just a few days ago as you're seeing this on on almost a daily basis yeah if a it's time to start asking questions
3: Ladies and gentlemen, InfoWars has proven itself the last 28 years to be over the globalist target and having the biggest effect out there against those tyrants. And we fund our operation with viewers and listeners' support while selling you great products at the same time. So I want to thank all the viewers and listeners who have supported us over the years by spreading the word, praying for the broadcast, and buying product. But I really want to encourage those of you that have been on the fence have never actually gone to InfoWarsStore.com to go there. And get the great books and films and supplements and survival gear that's there that won't just empower you and enrich your life, but again, will keep this broadcast transmitting. So whether it's real Red Pill Plus or our super high-quality CBD oil or the 50% off or a great magnesium product, or whether it's down and out, our great sleep bay that's back in stock, it's all there. Our turmeric, 95% humanoid, strongest out there, turmeric 95. It's all available at InfoWarsStore.com, and it keeps us on the air. So make the decision to enrich your life and keep us on air, InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's
0: news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith.
2: all All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal. We will be joined a little bit later in the show by Raw Egg Nationalist. In our Daily Dispatch, we cover the story EPA proposes first standards to make drinking water safer from free forever chemicals. Um, and that goes hand in hand with the latest from Raw Egg Nationalist for the National Pulse, where he writes about plastis, plasticosis, a disease having to do with the fact that we are inducing, we're ingesting plastics. Period. I was going to say at like a higher rate than we should, but you shouldn't ingest any plastics, so it, the fact that we're ingesting them at all is not a great thing. The amount that we're ingesting them is, in is sort of jaw-dropping. But I want to cover a story that doesn't have a lot of details right now, but we can speculate, can't we? Isn't that what we're here for? From Daily Mail, exiled Chinese businessman and friend of Steve Bannon arrested in New York City over $1 billion fraud... Gao Wingui was arrested on $1 billion fraud charges by FBI in, uh, in New York City. Scamster, with links to Steve Bannon, spent millions on mansion, yacht, Lamborghini, and 50000 on a fireplace log holder. Uh, Gao Wingui, do you, do you ever, I mean, do you ever imagine what it'd be like to have infinite money? Like, do you ever just sit there and, and really, like, Really let yourself be absorbed by the fantasy of just, like, what would you do if you had infinite money? How would your life change? Because you have to understand, for a lot of these major elite families, any of them, right, Chinese, European, American, like, it doesn't matter. They essentially had infinite money. And the thing they spend their money on is stuff like that, $50,000 for a log holder. Just imagine what you could achieve with that type of money. And then a lot of the stuff you see going on behind the scenes makes a lot of sense all of a sudden. You can drop $50,000 on something to hold your burning logs. How much can you drop on trying to change the outcome of an election or trying to get a specific law passed or whatever, you know, any of these things? It's just incredible. I mean, the type of people... Who It really doesn't matter to them whether something costs $1,000, $10,000, or $100,000 because, you know, their money is infinite. It's pretty wild. It's It's pretty insane, the amount of money these people have. And then it's even more insane when you take the fact that this guy might have a couple billion dollars, and then you think about the literal hundreds of billions of dollars that are going to Ukraine or been stolen through COVID or just given to Black Lives Matter, like the amount of money that's flowing away from the American people and towards the corrupt is truly unimaginable. But moving on. He was detained on Wednesday morning. His aliases include Ho Wan Wan Kwok. I'm going to call him Kwok. That's a fun word to say. Uh, Kwok was closely linked to Steve Bannon, the right-wing firebrand, who helped Donald Trump secure victory in the 2016 presidential election. He was arrested by the FBI over allegations he masterminded a $1 billion fraud and then splashed the cash on a yacht, mansion, and other outrageous luxuries. A house and a boat? How outrageous. <laughs> uh, it's just it's just selective outrage from these people. Uh Gao Wingui was detained on Wednesday on, – uh, by agents on Wednesday morning over an elaborate scam to defraud his legion of online followers through sham investments. He's expected to appear in court today on 12 charges. The business magnate, who also uses aliases, spent the money on a 50,000-square-foot mansion in New Jersey, a Lamborghini supercar, luxury yacht worth approximately $37 million. He also splurged on China. Okay, spent his money on a bunch of stuff. That's the point of that. Not illegal. Prosecutors revealed information about the elaborate fraud on Wednesday along with extraordinary details about the luxuries. My God, it's just like, okay, we get it. He spent money on it. Have you you ever heard of a Saudi prince? You ever heard of the Rothschilds? Have you ever heard of – oh, no, wait. You haven't heard of the other families because they aren't public like the Rothschilds or the Saudi families. They still exist. They're still worth many, many billions of dollars. They're just hidden behind layers of – corporations and non-governmental organizations that disguise their participation because they build they make up what you might call the shadowocracy right rule by shadow rule by secrets rule by shades rule by deception that's the neo-feudalist form of government that we are being rapidly indoctrinated into prosecutors revealed information about this he was charged alongside his financial advisor william g a Hong Kong and United Kingdom dual citizen who served the fraud's financial architect and key money launderer. The pair are said to have convinced investors to give them cash, which they said they'd multiply into a huge return in what prosecutors allege was a classic pyramid scheme. Gao Wingui, uh, they seized his uh, yacht. Uh, Could all of this just be a different vector of attack on Steve Bannon? I think you have to be suspicious in that regard. Because just like how constantly we hear about Donald Trump, just like, oh, he's going to be – he's going to be indicted for this. Oh, now he's really in trouble because of this. The walls are closing in on Trump because of this. And it's like just reduce it to like a small town and if you have some businessman that like the the sheriff just like has an itching to throw in jail and is like constantly trying to charge him with things and the guy's constantly getting off because none of the charges are real – at a certain point, your suspicion should go from the the businessman that's being charged to the law enforcement because clearly they're not worried about enforcing laws, as it were, as a unbiased arbiter of justice, but are specifically targeting this guy for some alternative reason. And the people around him and the friends of his friends and the funders who give him his money, I mean, it's all an attack on the people who are resisting their system. But again, there's absolutely no information about this. There's no, like, details that I can find. It's like, okay, Bannon was arrested on Guau's yacht. Great. Uh, They say Guau made uh, false claims to his hundreds of thousands of online followers about investment and money-making opportunities. He founded two nonprofit organizations, the Rule of Law Foundation, the Rule of Law Society, and used them as a front for his scam, it's alleged. Didn't Black Lives Matter get... um, $83 83 billion dollars from corporations didn't they spend that on nothing but themselves and laundered it through the democrat funding apparatus to fund the campaigns of their preferred candidates in violation of whatever statute allows them to operate as a nonprofit. of course that happened but this is not justice anymore this is selective justice this is arbitrary justice this is justice when it benefits a certain group and no justice when it doesn't again i don't see a lot of details in here that actually show that these things were fraud or anything Uh, i think it sounds like he was doing for conservatives what bankers have been doing for liberals in the open for uh, many many decades Uh, but again he's doing it for things like uh Law and order, the rule of law foundation, and the rule of law society. So you can't have that. You can't have that go on. But here's the very interesting part from Daily Beast. Mysterious fire breaks out at hotel where Pan and Gal, uh, Pan and Gan, Bannon Pal Guo Wingui was arrested. A fire broke out Tuesday at Manhattan's Sherry Netherland Hotel just a few hours after exiled Chinese billionaire and Steve Bannon confidant Guao Wingui was taken into custody at the same location by the FBI. When I first read that, I thought, oh, this is kind of a stretch. It was a few hours later. They were already gone. What could this have to do with it? Well, it turns out that it happened on the 18th floor where Guao purchased an apartment. He owned apartment 1801. The fire marshals were on the scene investigating the origins and cause of this fire. No injuries are reported. Uh, FBI agents were inside Guao's place when the fire started, and they were the ones to report it, according to ABC News. It's unclear if the fire was related in any way to Guo's arrest. So in other words, they go to this place where Guao has an apartment on the 18th floor. They arrest him. They ship him off. The FBI is rooting around his apartment. And then the apartment catches on fire. And they're like, we don't know if it's re- related or not. I do. <laughs> of course it is. They started it.
3: The fight against the new world order is now the top story in the world. The globalists are in deep trouble, but they're striking back with all their deep state operatives to shut down info wars and other truth tellers like James O'Keefe and Tucker Carlson and countless others. So please pray for us now more than ever. Spread the word about the broadcast and get great products to keep us on air and fund our operation while at the same time enriching your life. Now, we've got three new products available at InfoWarsTore.com and a bestseller back in stock. We have the amazing Dr. Jones Naturals turmeric toothpaste and so much more. Find out more at InfoWarsTore.com. We have the ashwagandha root. Pills with black powder extract to accelerate your libido, stamina, testosterone. And we have pure ashwagandha gummies at InfoWarsStore.com as well. These are all the highest quality products. The prebiotic is now finally back in stock. They're all there at InfoWarsStore.com. So please take action now. Enrich your life, empower your body, and keep us on air. Please take action now. InfowarStore.com. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man. But I'm not just a man. Just like you. No matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe, who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because... You're a bad person because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. and I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer, but I can't fight this fight without you. And that's why I want you to always remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting.
0: Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
2: Welcome back, folks. At 9:30, we'll be joined by Raw Egg Naturalists to discuss the plastification of our food. I almost don't. It is almost a spoiler alert. I almost want to save this for the uh, interview, but the story that we're going to read, here's the second paragraph er, that we're going to talk about with a nationalist called uh, about plastic, plasticosis. He says, it has been estimated that humans may now be consuming as much as a credit card's worth of plastic every week, every week. <laughs> Good Lord. So that's just the the tip of the iceberg there and we'll talk about that full story when he gets on the show at 9:30. Hope you stay tuned for that. In the meantime, there has been some well, quite a bit of activity pointing towards the outbreak of World War 3. Simon from Florida put out a list on Twitter of things that have happened just since March 9th. And guys, we can Pull up Simon from Florida's uh, Twitter account. We'll go to that in a second. Uh, But in the meantime, let's take a look at some of these uh, headlines. We'll take a look at this video as well. Because NBC News reports, U.S. released video showing Russian fighter jet intercepting American drone over the Black Sea. Newly declassified video, it says, shows a Russian fighter jet harassing and colliding with an American drone over the Black Sea. We actually have that video here. We can go to... Clip number five, U.S. releases video of this encounter between the Russian fighter jet and America's MQ-9 drone that's now in the hands of Moscow. Let's watch. Here comes the jet coming in from behind, doing that fuel dump they're talking about, which, yeah, seems to me like the, the purpose of this was exactly what happened, to try to disable the drone and down it in a way that would preserve its structural integrity, so they could pick it apart and examine its insides and everything. So, there again, slightly different angle. I gotta say, must have been a fun, must have been a fun mission for the jets. So that was the the latest uh, declassified footage from the drone itself. The footage released Thursday morning by the U.S. European command and filmed from the drone's onboard camera shows the Russian Su-27 jet conducting what Washington calls an unsafe slash unprofessional incept of the U.S. Air Force MQ-9 in international airspace earlier this week. U.S. officials earlier told NBC News that Kremlin leadership had approved the aggressive action of two Russian jets involved in the incident in an apparent effort to throw the drone off course or disable its surveillance capabilities. Russia has denied the its planes came into contact with the drone and said the United States was to blame warning Washington to cease hostile surveillance flights near its borders to help Ukraine. The incident is the first known direct confrontation between the superpowers since Moscow invaded its neighbor last year and comes at a time of mounting tensions over Western support for Kiev. Now these drones cost tens of millions of dollars, which seems excessive to me when you could just be using a balloon could just be using a hot air balloon and seems to have much of the same effect. But of course I bring that up because Didn't we shoot down the balloons that were spying on us in or near our airspace? And we don't expect them to uh, treat us the same. Again, it's the American military and intelligence and supranational deep state control system that is playing with fire here. And we will be the ones who get burned when the conflagration begins. Now there's been statements from General Milley saying, we certainly don't want conflict with Russia. Of course not. I mean, that statement is counter to all of your actions in the past several years, but sure, no, assure us once again that America just loves peace and international rule of law. Sure. Sure it does, Milley. I'm an idiot. I believe you. Uh, But of course, Lindsey Graham is just like, now it's time to start shooting Russian guys out of the sky. Well, you know, they they were having a war where we were flying our drone. So, you know, it's it's their fault that we flew a drone into a active war zone and it got shot down. So now we have to kill them and start World War III because Lindsey Graham is a psychopath and a warmonger. Of course, he's not the only one. In fact, I think the media gets off way too easy when it comes to who is creating the atmosphere for a wider escalation of conflict in the Ukraine, the Middle East and everywhere. I mean, it's, it's so bizarre because it's so contrary to like most of their other major concerns, right? Just far left, super liberal in, in every possible way. But like they love war, like they cannot get enough of war. And it seems like in a lot of cases, you watch the Sunday shows they, they bring on a military guy and, and it's just the host trying to like rhetorically trap him into committing to more war. And it's just like, what are you doing? This isn't even news. The the anchors aren't even like asking questions to get information about what's going on. They're literally trying to like rhetorically debate and back the military into a corner to promise more war. And it's just like that. What are you doing? And And of course, the perception is that the media on behalf of the people are, you know, trying to push the the government in the direction that the people want to go but it's not the people's will that we go to war with russia or china but the media takes it upon themselves to push this which gives the military industrial complex which does want the war the excuse they need to go wow the people really want this i mean we love peace obviously we're the military industrial complex we love peace but you know i went on a sunday show and they made me promise to bomb ukraine more so i guess that's what i'm going to do And here's the perfect type of headline from Politico. Wanted, a GOP presidential contender who supports Ukraine. And of course, when they say supports Ukraine, what they mean is supports the suicidal and endless pouring in of weapons to Ukraine to both enrich the weapons manufacturers and hopefully do regime change in Russia because of how well that works everywhere else. By the way, do you know that like several tons of uranium just went missing in Libya? It's gone. Nobody knows where it is. Nobody knows where they put it. Nobody knows who took it. It's just gone. Weapons-grade uranium, not enough to make a nuclear bomb, but enough to make very, very devastating weapons. And it's gone in Libya because of one of the last regime change operations that we were engaged in. So, again, this is the American establishment on behalf of the international cabal, just raining misery around the world, and then patting themselves on the back like they did something beneficial for everyone. So they're very mad, the media is very mad that Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis both are not super interested in either the Ukraine war continuing forever or spiraling out of control into direct conflict between NATO and the nuclear-armed state of Russia. They're very mad about this, and they are demanding a contender who supports endless, pointless, nonsense war everywhere. UN watchdog, 2.5 tons of uranium missing in Libya. Oops, it's gone. Oh, darn. We came, we saw, we left a hellish, scorched earth, nuclear radiated landscape behind us. <laughs> China and Russia are deploying space weapons to attack U.S. satellites, warned Space Force Chief. China's military has deployed 347 satellites, including 35 launched in just the past six months, to target U.S. forces in a future conflict, the commander of the Space Force told a Senate hearing on Tuesday. Space Force General B. Chance Saltzman said Russia is also testing and deploying orbital anti-satellite weapons, extensive cyber capabilities, and land-based anti-satellite missiles, electronic jammers, and lasers. Oh, my God, space lasers. Holy crap, it's space lasers. Somebody tell Marjorie Taylor Greene she can stop denouncing that very accurate reading of modern military tech that, yeah, there are satellites with weapons on them. You people idiots, of course there are. China's more advanced space warfare weapons pose the most immediate threat to attacks in space, while less capable Russian space assets also pose an acute threat of attacks or disruptions on U.S. satellites. Both are intent on targeting perceived U.S. vulnerabilities and eliminating American advantage in the space domain, the four-star general told Senate Armed Services Subcommittee on Strategic Forces hearing Tuesday. You know what's crazy? The satellite network above the United States could be disabled— probably shouldn't i probably shouldn't even say that. Uh, it could be disabled with like uh like a crate of ball bearings if you sent a crate of ball bearings into the atmosphere at the level satellites were and just release them there's such thing called cold fusion in space where when metals touch they become fused together as if they were welded cold welding cold fusion um I think it's called cold welding actually uh, if you just released, it, because you know they stay at that atmosphere. If you just release them and, and they just spread out naturally, they would one by one disable every single satellite in existence. I mean, that's how simple it would be to knock out worldwide communications. It would be done. It could could be done in an afternoon with uh, a rogue state with a uh, space program. It's a very it's a very fragile system, actually. The satellite network that is currently spying on us and bathing us in electromagnetic rays. We're going to talk a little bit more about war as we enter the second hour. Uh, I'll be waiting to open up phone lines because we are going to talk to raw egg nationalists at 930, but we'll cover more of the war and the economic meltdown. Until then, stay with us. It's American Journal. Go to InfoWarsStore.com to support us. Ashwagandha. Ashwagandha. Look up how good it is and then buy some at InfoWarsStore.com. Keeps us on the air. Keeps you healthy.
3: I've got some good news. Our high-quality supplements really work, and we have about an 80% reorder rate with customers. That's the good news. They're amazing. The bad news is around 1% or a little less of our actual viewers and listeners ever go to InfowarStore.com and ever actually buy the products. So you're missing out on these products, plus it funds the infowar. Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience actually buying products. Think what would happen if those of you on the fence... Actually went to InfoWarStore.com and got some of these amazing products. I would recommend turmeric 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder it and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high quality full spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well. Or real red pill plus. Just go try the product, fund the war, and help us defeat the new order together. Infowarstore.com
0: Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith.
2: All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we are talking about war. As we've been pointing out for a while, the lines are being drawn. The factions are being solidified. The hostilities are being created, exaggerated, manufactured, and televised. So I'm going to go to this really, really thorough list from Simon from Florida on Twitter. He says, the West is blind to what's happening in the Mideast since March 9th. I'll go ahead and retweet that so everybody can follow along. So here's what's happened since March 9th, according to Simon, uh, from Florida. Uh Russia uh, Russia and the Saudis have started to make a deal. China has reopened di- diplomatic ties between Iran and Saudi Arabia. Iran Iraq economic deal on March 14th. The Iraq president in- was invited to Iran, the Iran president was invited to UAE. Saudis refused the Israel foreign minister a visit. UAE canceled an Israeli arms deal. Qatar prime minister and government celebrated the Saudi Arabia Iran deal Iran Department Finance Minister or uh, Foreign Minister to Oman Joint Iran China Russia Navy Naval Patrol for the Gulf of Oman Iran says U.S. hegemony is over Hegemony is over China to host GCC Iran Summit Kuwait becomes uh, welcomes Saudi Arabia slash Iran Iran says hope better Kuwait and Jordan relations Saudi uh, says. Saudi Arabia says Iran may rejoin the Arab League. Maldives slash Iran diplomatic relations. China slash UAE uh, met deal. Turkey, Syria, Iran meet in Moscow. Putin welcomes Assad to discuss peace in uh, in and around Syria. President Xi to Russia, went to Russia, or is going to Russia March 21st. Lukashenko in Iran. Belarus dip status with China trade uh, triple promotion. Iran delegation goes to Bahrain Inter parliamentary summit and meets uae maldive okays china uh, participation yemen says iran saudi proxy war is over which is just fantastic news saudi fin uh, finance minister says big investment in iran coming soon saudis say abiding by 2002 arab league no normalization re-israel without two-state solution and jerusalem as as palestinian capital iran says no attack on saudis via iraq no saudi anti-iran steps And he links this uh, article about the Gulf states pledging to increase increase cooperation against the Iranian threat. So a lot of stuff going down in the Middle East. Here's the latest from today. Putin hosts Assad eyes Syria-Turkey conciliation. Russian President Vladimir Putin on Wednesday hosted Syrian leader Bashar al-Assad for talks as the Kremlin seeks to mend ties between Damascus and Turkey's Recep Erdogan. The meeting followed a surprise announcement last week of a Chinese-brokered restoration of diplomatic ties between Middle East major rivals Saudi Arabia and Iran. The ties between Erdogan and Assad were severed after the outbreak of fighting in Syria, and successful Kremlin mediation would give Putin diplomatic clout with Russia isolated internationally over the Ukraine conflict. Again, are they so isolated internationally, or are they just isolated from NATO, America, and Israel while the rest of the world seems firmly on their side and moving ever towards the BRICS economic um, contingent. Russia begins naval drills with China and Iran. The story from yesterday at the inside paper via AFP. Russia, and uh, Russia said Wednesday it had started naval exercises with China and Iran in the Arabian Sea as it seeks to shore up ties with Beijing and Tehran. And again, we I mean, it was it had to have been a year ago, at least six months ago, that we laid out these fault lines very specifically, right? Because it's not that, not that hard to figure out. Iran, Russia, China, Israel, America. Saudi Arabia was sort of the wild card in this. And the fact that they're cozying up to not the Western NATO-Israeli bloc, but rather the Iranian-Chinese bloc, shows a just massive, massive failure of American foreign policy. I mean, that's where the fault of this lies. Because we, we have operated Saudi Arabia like a client state, since the Bushes took it over in, like, World War II. So the fact that they feel free to just go over to our geopolitical enemies, that's a failure policy.
0: You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Alright, welcome back, ladies
2: and gentlemen, this is the American Journal. We'll be joined later this hour, at the bottom of the hour, by Raw Egg Nationalist. I'm going to read this article together with you all. From the Millie Chronicle. Why U.S. troops remain in Iraq 20 years after shock and awe. The much-stated much stated reason for the continued U.S. troop presence is to help Iraq battle the remnants of the Islamic State insurgency and prevent any resurgence. Insurgency and prevent any resurgence. Twenty years after the U.S. invaded Iraq, in blinding explosions of shock and awe, 20, uh, American forces remain in the country in what has become a small but consistent presence to ensure ongoing relationship with a key military and diplomatic partner in the Middle East. The roughly 2,500 U.S. troops are scattered around the country, largely in military installations in Baghdad and in the north. And while it's a far cry from the more than 170,000 U.S. forces in Iraq at the peak of the war in 2007, U.S. officials say the limited but continued troop level is, level is critical as a show of commitment to the region and a hedge against Iranian influence and weapons trafficking. They really just have to ask, like, what was it all worth it? Was it all worth it? Was it worth it killing a million people and sending thousands of Americans to die and trillions of American dollars to destabilize the entire Middle East? The answer, of course, is no, which then begs the question, why are we doing it again and again and again and again? Why are we doing it in Syria? Why are we doing it in Libya? Why are we helping to do it in Yemen? Why? Why, why, why? The answer, of course... Has a lot to do with Israel, as a lot of our actions right now are programmed towards containing and imposing our will on Iran, which is entirely the you know focus of the uh, Israeli foreign military. Is you know, recently I think it was a Israeli minister came out and took credit for convince, convincing Trump to uh, take out the Iranian general that he was so proud of that the Iranians have ever since vowed uh, retribution for. Again, what is the purpose of this? Why would we do all of this? Very bizarre. Very, very bizarre. I mean, you would think you spend a trillion dollars, you kill a million people, maybe you'd have something to show for it. But we don't. Instead, what we have is the Islamic State that we help to fund and found and arm and train. In a similar program and method that we did in ukraine but just a little less state cooperation in those parts it's so crazy There are like bases There are like cia bases people know about in the middle east and it just like it's just like around these bases that isis just like sprouts up and moves away from it's just like oh oh i wonder how that happens gee i wonder you know what causes that The rise of the Islamic State group, its roots were in Al-Qaeda affiliates. Al-Qaeda, of course, something that didn't exist before the CIA gave it a name. I mean, it's almost comical. Like, it would be one thing if just, like, there were one or two times where you could point and go, hey, did you know that Osama bin Laden was originally a CIA asset that America was using to stymie the Soviet Union Ambitions in Afghanistan, you'd be like, wow, really? But it's like, okay, if it was one person, if it was Osama bin Laden, and it was like, okay, 40 years ago, we helped him out, and in the 40 years since, things collapsed, and now he's our enemy, that would be one thing. But when it's all the way back from like Ho Chi Minh, you know, when Ho Chi Minh announced the formation of an independent Vietnam, he was standing on stage next to a CIA operative. Like, there's video of it. It's in the Ken Burns documentary. Like, everybody knows this. The communist leader of Vietnam, the their main founding father as they went into the Vietnam War that essentially destroyed America 60 years ago, 40, 50, 60 years ago. I still, I still calculate things from 2000. Anybody else ever do that? 1960, 40 years ago. No, 60, 60 years ago. When he announced he was forming a new country, the CIA operative handler was standing right there next to him on stage. So, okay, that's one, right? You've got Saddam Hussein, right? It's like that classic Bill Hicks joke. Like, he's got weapons of mass destruction. How do you know? Well, I checked the receipts, right? They got it from us. Right? So you've got like, it's just like over and over and over again, this happens. You've got Ho Chi Minh... Saddam Hussein, uh, even Colonel Gaddafi to a certain extent, uh, Osama bin Laden. It's happening with ISIS. It's going to happen again in Ukraine. I mean, it just happens over and over and over. And somehow we don't see this as a pattern. Somehow we don't recognize that this is either the purposeful program that they're running, or, I mean, that's it. I mean, that's the only option, right? The other option is just like, we routinely choose just like the worst people in the world with very little oversight or due diligence and just pour money into their operation only to later realize that, Oh wait, these are bad people. Like, okay, that that doesn't make any sense. Like, obviously this is on purpose. Obviously this is by design. Obviously this is the program they're running with. And we've also talked about it before. If you really want to play a game of Wikipedia hopscotch of connecting the dots connecting the stars of the constellation to see the image that they make. All you have to do is start with FM-32. 32. FM-32, 32, Field Manual 32. This was the total redesign of the counterinsurgency program where previously, you counterinsurgency would be you go in, you crush the insurgency, you get out. That's how it worked. That's how wars were won and wars were fought. FM-32 was the total rewrite where instead of that, it, was, it laid the groundwork for endless war. The reason we're still in Iraq 20 years after it started is because of the program FM32 that was laid out. And, of course, it was written by all the people you would expect, right? It was written by the very same people that wrote the lockstep document. I'm not even kidding. Like go, go, You can play Wikipedia hopscotch. Start with Peter Schwartz. See how long it takes you to get to FM32. Okay, CNAC, PNAC, uh, Project for a New American Century. Essay on Strategic Theory and Practice by uh, Marina Miran. How radically did FM-3, oh, I'm sorry, FM-324, I got that wrong. Sorry, I'm just going from memory here. FM-324 altered the U.S. military's counterinsurgency theory and practice in Iran. Well, it altered it so much that we're still there and still in a quagmire. And it was brought to you by all the same people that started the war in the first place, that also, like, I mean, it's just, just point to anything bad in the last three centuries, and it's like this small core of, of neocons uh, that brought it all about, and they did it all on purpose. They're not stupid, actually extremely smart, and yet everything they do turns out to be a horrific failure. That only makes sense when you realize that it's not their intelligence that's lacking, it's their morality, their humanity, their ethics. So that's why we're still that's why we're still in there just bring it here we'll just do it in the last in the last minute here um just try to find just try to bring up like FM324 on Wikipedia is there a Wikipedia entry for it because you can just you can just jump around from it yeah FM324 insurgency uh, US army manual uh, by David H Petraeus and uh, James F Amos for is by Sarah Sewell has been charged with changing the uh, changing for the better, for the better U.S. approach to insurgency in Iraq. However, it's been heavily criticized. Let's see. Oh, they don't see they don't <laughs> they don't even have it. oh they're they're foiling our hopscotch. They're coming in with a hose and washing off our our hopscotch chalk drawing. They don't mention that it was all started by. Uh, uh, CNAS and uh, PNAC and all these other groups that originally started it and actually wrote it and put it out there. Uh, maybe maybe they're getting more sophisticated. But go go read FM 324. That's why we're still in Iraq. That's, that's why it all happened. It happened like the height of the Iraq war and it paved the way for endless warfare forever. Thanks, guys.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, We have a new toothpaste that my dad, a retired dentist and oral surgeon developed, Dr. Jones Naturals turmeric toothpaste that just came into stock. And I got to tell you, I got samples of this months ago, and it is amazing. The way it makes your gums feel, what it does to your mouth is insane. We know turmeric is an antioxidant and anti-inflammatory and does such great things for the body. Then you add that with tea tree oil and a bunch of other essential oils. It is just dynamite. It is so good to detox and attack inflammation in your mouth. I want to challenge everybody to try the new toothpaste at InfowarsTore.com, Dr. Jones Naturals Turmeric Toothpaste. And while you're at it, check out the new Ashwagandha line of products. We have Ashwagandha with black pepper extract for your libido, your testosterone, in pill form. And we have the pure Ashwagandha Root gummies as well. Now available at InfoWarStore.com. They're amazing products and they fund the infowar. Take action now at InfoWarStore.com. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities, they ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four-and-a-half-year-old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nutritive and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue.
0: You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
2: back, folks. We'll be joined in the next segment by Raw Egg Nationalists to talk about the plasticization of our food supply. Won't that be, won't that be fun? Actually, it will be fun. As He's extremely well-versed on the issue, and we'll get to that in just a second. But, you know, there was a video that I didn't actually comment on at the time. It was Michael Knowles gave a speech at CPAC where he talked about getting rid of ch- transgenderism in public society just like it needs to needs to go away doesn't need to be in our schools doesn't need to be in our libraries like it needs to go back where it came from and everybody interpreted this as a a call for genocide because they're well balanced uh, mentally stable people of course right Uh, but the conversation goes something goes something like this it's a bunch of gay guys going, we're going to dress up like women. We're going to dress up like women and dance for each other in the basement of New York clubs and do a lot of drugs. And that buddy in America was like, okay. <laughs> All right. That's okay. Have fun with that. And I like, oh yeah, well, we're not just going to do it there anymore. We're going to do it in public. We're going to do it in the daylight. We're going to do it on the public streets for pride festivals. And I'm like, all right. I mean, I guess just I'll just avoid that area at the time, but okay, that's fine. Like, well, and now we're going to do it. now you have to accept it. It's like, "Okay, that's fine. And now we're going to now we're going to tell your children to do it. And now we're going to now we're going to take them into the closet and put them in a dress. And we're going to secretly give them hormone blockers." and It's like, "All right. All right. Now you have to stop. Now you've gone too far. Th- that's ridiculous. There's no way we're going to allow you to do that." And they're like, "What? What? What? You want to kill us? You want to genocide?" It's like, "No, you you freaking weirdos. Just like, it was all, it was fine. You, you could do whatever you wanted. It was when you started to prey on little children that everything got weird, and now we have to stop you. We have to stop you. Because apparently, you know how, you have no limiting factor in your own suicidal, you know, progress towards this anti-human ideology. So we have to stop you now. We didn't want to. We are fine with you doing it wherever, by yourself, inside, like, just do whatever you want. We don't care. It's America. You're, you're free to do that. But then you start, like, passing laws saying, like, if you don't like us doing this to your kid, we're going to take your kid away from you and put you in jail. So now we have to do something about it. We didn't want to. Now we have to. Sorry. That's the way that it goes. Now, again, the way this gets interpreted through the liberal rhetorical alchemy that takes place is if you say, I don't want a grown man with a beard in a wig and makeup and a dress taking – My young kid without my knowledge Into a closet and dressing him up like a girl And telling him he's actually a girl And saying shh don't tell your parents They won't understand I don't want them doing that And saying that you don't want them doing that Goes in one ear of the liberals And then it gets mixed up in some sort of demonic alchemy And then what appears is They want to genocide trans people It's bonkers It's wild what happens in the mind of these people And yesterday, this guy posted this letter. Uh, He's on Twitter. His name's Ryan at CRShort81 is the handle. And he posted this letter proudly. Proudly. He said, here's my letter sent with prideful power. We're going to read this letter that this guy sent to his family. I don't know if we'll be able to get through all of it this segment. We'll go to Ryan Ignatius and then we'll come back and revisit it. But we got to dig into this. we got to dig into this, not because it necessarily gives any insight into homosexuality or LGBT, whatever. What it does give us insight into is a particular brand of insanity that represents something much deeper and more disturbing than any sexuality at all. This is beyond sexuality. This is something satanic going on here. Okay? Well, let's just read this. I won't even give you the context. Let's just see what the context of the letter is in and of itself. It's titled on the importance of family. Okay. He says, hi family. Last night on a phone call with dad, he commented that he was still a Republican. I asked even after Republicans are trying to recriminalize homosexuality across the USA. Yes. He said, Oh, oh, oh dear God uh again nobody nobody is trying to criminalize homosexuality what the hell is this person talking about and again it's not just this person i had this conversation with with a dude at a at a baby shower a couple months ago some guy i used to be friends with you know he's he's talking to me as if i'm a leftist i don't think i don't think he knew what i did at the time but he was saying he was like. He was like, yeah, it, was, it, was, it, used to be, it used to be easy to work with the government. He works with some government company. He's like, it used to be easy to work with the administration in Texas because they just like wanted to make money, but uh, you know, that was before they wanted to murder trans kids. And it's just like, what are you talking about? They want to murder trans kids? So again, in their mind, it's like, if you stop weird perverted adults from like showing cartoon porn to kids and being like, you ever held a butt plug? Like, if you stop that, what you're actually doing is encouraging genocide of children because they're trans. Like, it's so insane. It's such a crazy leap to go to. And so this is just really like a moderate form of that, where it's like, because conservatives are just like, yeah, we don't want, we don't want, you know, Nighttime with with Uncle Timmy, the book in our children's library, that means you want to murder trans kids, and it means you want to criminalize homosexuality. They have this like bizarre fantasy that, first of all, they're not in charge. That, first of all, they think that somehow, in con- you know, contrary to all available evidence, that gay people and LGBT people are some sort of beleaguered underclass, rather than v- upheld by every institution that exists in America. I mean, you can't walk in a department store without being bombarded by the like satanic inversion of the rainbow flag like it's just crazy that alone is insane that they are seriously like they're like we're like the jews in germany and it's just like every corporation every media outlet every politician just bows at their feet and they're just like we're on the cusp of genocide Uh, just completely insane again uh, we're gonna have to get into this this whole thing on the other side we're gonna take a break to talk about uh raw nationalists but i I just want to repeat Nobody wants to criminalize homosexuality. I literally don't know where you're getting that from. It's an insane thing to say and think and believe. It's especially an insane, insane thing to forsake your entire family over. It's a totally crazy thing to say. I'm I no longer want a relationship with my dad because he's a Republican and Republicans want to criminalize homosexuality. That's bonkers. Okay, it's wild. It's insane. Nobody wants to criminalize homosexuality. But whatever this is should be illegal. Whatever this letter represents should definitely be made illegal. You can have sex with whoever you want. You can sleep with whoever you want. You can like I couldn't care less. Whoever, whatever you want, go for it. As long as you don't write a letter like this, as long as you don't write a a screeching diatribe to your family about how they must bend the knee to the rainbow flag or they are evil and and must be expelled from family functions. Like, as long as you're not that type of anti-family, anti-human, quizzling, traitorous, snitch scumbag, I'm fine with whatever sexuality. See, it's not homosexuality that people have a problem with. It's whatever this is. And we're going to try to get to the bottom of whatever this is. And just to give a nice little segue here, maybe it's all the plastics. Maybe it's all the plastics. Maybe it's the plastics leeching into the minds of people that makes them paranoid That are willing to destroy the most basic human bonds that we've ever experienced over politics.
3: The fight against the new world order is now the top story in the world. The globalists are in deep trouble, but they're striking back with all their deep state operatives to shut down info wars and other truth tellers like James O'Keefe and Tucker Carlson and countless others. So please pray for us now more than ever. Spread the word about the broadcast and get great products to keep us on air and fund our operation while at the same time enriching your life. Now, we've got three new products available at InfoWarsTore.com and a bestseller back in stock. We have the amazing Dr. Jones Naturals turmeric toothpaste and so much more. Find out more at InfoWarsTore.com. We have the ashwagandha root Pills with black powder extract to accelerate your libido, stamina, testosterone. And we have pure ashwagandha gummies at InfowarStore.com as well. These are all the highest quality products. The prebiotic is now finally back in stock. They're all there at InfoWarsStore.com. So please take action now. Enrich your life, empower your body, and keep us on air. Please take action now. InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's
0: news. Today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video.
2: All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Joining me now is raw egg nationalist, the egg-eating bodybuilder, the Raw Egg Nationalist is a sworn enemy of soy globalism, moobs, the pencil-necked Nancy's pushing Cricket Meal, a sustainable food source of the future. Raw Egg Nationalist proves that by following the wisdom of classic bodybuilders like Vince Gironda and consuming large quantity of raw eggs, Raw Egg Nationalists are able to build the healthy, strong bodies and resilient, independent minds they need to fight the Great Reset and usher in a pro-human future. He can be followed on Twitter at BabyGravy9. It's Baby Gravy, then the letter 9. His website is raweggnationalist.com. And of course, it's sort of putting in in meme phrases, but uh, that sort of disguises the true depth of uh, knowledge and and research that you've done about general health, and especially when it comes to food systems and how they impact uh, the human being and and how these things are used on purpose sometimes or sometimes accidentally to uh, weaken humans across the board. Uh, Welcome once again to the show, Raw Egg Nationalist. Uh, It's always a pleasure to be with you, Harrison. Very glad to be with you uh, today, and and you have a very interesting new article out on the National Pulse, and it corresponds with another article out today from CNN. Uh, Your article is called, The World Has a Plastic Problem, A New Study into Plasticosis Disease Reveals. And again, extremely interesting article, and it goes hand-in-hand with this headline from CNN. EPA proposes first standards to make drinking water safer from forever chemicals. I guess my question, you know, before we get into some of the numbers and everything is, is it too little too late? I mean, the plastics that are just saturating every aspect of the natural world, our bodies, our food systems these days, now the EPA is like, yeah, we're going to propose maybe limitations to them. I mean, how how dire is the situation that we're in? Oh, it's really bad. I don't. I don't think that we should be under any illusions
1: about just how bad it is. We've had... Well, we've been using plastics in enormous quantities since the 1940s, 1950s. Uh, All of these chemicals like PFAS, BPA, phthalates, you know, they've saturated our environment. And the, the truth is that they are everywhere. They are now at the bottom of the ocean, they're uh, on the tops of mountains. They're in places where we have never actually set foot, where humans have never foot, you know, uh, right. set foot. Three thousand tons of of plastic falls over Switzerland every year in snow. Uh, that, so no, I mean, there's absolutely
2: no way that we can uh, that we can really play this down. This is a global crisis. And again, some of the numbers that you report in your article are truly mind-boggling. I, I quoted one line uh, previously in the second paragraph. You say that the Humans may now be consuming as much as a credit card's worth of plastic every single week. I mean, how does that even happen? Is it because it's in our food, our air, our water? How are we, how are we ingesting this stuff?
1: Yes, it is. It's in the food. It's in the air. It's in the water. Um, we're ingesting it in processed food, in any kind of food that is in plastic packaging. Uh, and we're also breathing it in in the home. And we're also breathing it in outside, actually. So there was a study, I talk about this in the National Pulse piece, there was a study recently that was done of Auckland, New Zealand, and they showed that huge quantities of microplastics are being, Auckland's a coastal city, it's on a bay, and huge quantities of microplastics are being whipped up off the sea by the wind and the and the waves and... Um, They're being projected up into the air and then they fall on the city every year. I think it was something like the equivalent of 74 million plastic bottles. What was it? Yes, 74 metric tons of microplastic falling on the city every year. So, yes, you're inhaling it, but you're also inhaling it in your home. I mean, most people have some synthetic fibers in their home. Carpets are made of synthetic fibers um, and, you know, they come to settle on the ground, and and uh, they get whipped up in the air, and then you inhale them. So, yes, you, I mean, you're getting them in your stomach, you're getting them in your nasal passages and lungs. Uh, they are everywhere. They really are everywhere.
2: And and they're dangerous for a variety of different ways. When we talk about microplastics, usually what comes to our mind is uh, estrogen mimickers, the effect of uh, hormones. You, you mentioned that in your – you actually dig pretty deeply into it in your uh, National Pulse article – of course, this has been a topic that InfoWars has been on for a while. You say microplastic as vectors for harmful endocrine disrupting chemicals like PFAs, BPA, and phthalates is also directly implicated in the global collapse of human fertility we've been witnessing in recent decades. Which I think the InfoWars audience is pretty well aware of, but you also point to plastic plasticosis. That's the, the sort of Headline of your article plasticosis tell us what plasticosis is and how how it relates to some of the other problems we know that plastics have when they're ingested.
1: Yeah, so this is this is very interesting. So this there's a new study out of um well w- which was done by a group of Australian and British uh, scientists and they studied a population of uh birds on a small island off the coast of Australia out in the Pacific. And they discovered basically that, well, they knew beforehand that these birds were consuming large quantities of plastic, and so they wanted to find out what sort of effects ingesting so much plastic was having on them. And they discovered basically that um, one of the main things it does is it causes really serious damage to the gut. Um, Repeated ingestion of plastics causes damage to the gut lining, scar tissue forms, and then what happens is that gets aggravated again more scar tissue forms on top of that. And it just goes on and on like that as long as the animals are consuming plastic. And so what happens is that their their guts get all twisted up with scar tissue. They swell and they become, um, I mean, if you know scar tissue, if you've got a scar on your arm, you know, the, the tissue is different from the surrounding skin. It's not supple, it's not soft, it's hard and inflexible. I mean, it does the job of holding the skin together, but it's different tissue. And so what happens is that these poor birds, their stomachs just become just become they basically lose structure and function. And so they stop being able to absorb nutrients um, uh, and they lose end up losing weight and and dying, um, uh, possibly from things like malnutrition. And so but what's interesting is that this this new article basically is the first is the first time really that scientists have given a specific name to the to any kind of distinctive syndrome that is caused by plastic consumption, so plasticosis is a fibrosis disease like asbestos so asbestosis, excuse me, which happens in the lungs you know if you breathe in asbestos if you 're a fireman or something like that um, uh, and and i mean it's a it's a it 's a breakthrough really in a sense because it's it 's the first time that we that we 've seen scientists actually recognize that there 's something there's a distinct pathology associated with the consumption of plastics. And of course, this, this isn't going to be limited to animals. I mean, as, as you uh, said in, in earlier, you know, we are consuming, humans are consuming maybe up to a credit card's worth of plastic a week. So if it's irritating the uh, guts and uh, internal organs of birds, it's certainly going to be doing something similar to us. And we need to, we need to find out what that is sooner rather than later.
2: And it, it, but it does like, I wonder what's behind the drive now to research this because it's not necessarily, you know, it's new that they're getting a name to it and that they're researching it. But I mean, how long have people known that, that plastics had hugely damaging effects to the environment and to, you know, organic life? I I mean, this has been going on forever. Why do you think just now people are actually starting to investigate and, and study this? Do you have any speculation on that? I don't. I don't know. It
1: is. It is interesting. And and I mean, look. You only need to, you only need to uh, look back to 2015, and when when Alex did his infamous gay frogs rant, you know, right. he was just pilloried. He was pilloried for that. It was a laughing stock, even though even though it was true, and in fact more true than than we could possibly have feared. Um, so yeah, I mean, so, something appears to have changed, but it's it's not it's not immediately clear what. I mean, there's definitely been a lot more. There's a lot more public focus on this now uh people like obviously like alex and and everybody at Infowars, but also Tucker Carlson with the end of men right. i I don't know I don't know what's driving it but but yes we should have we should have known much much earlier we should have known it isn't just that plastic you know plastic um ring uh beer toppers can choke seagulls we should have known that it was that it was something much much worse going on.
2: Yeah, it seems like at this point it's just gotten to such a a high level that maybe it's just impossible to ignore now, so they're, they're trying to actually look into it at this point. You know, the the, the gay frog thing is an interesting aspect to this because it points to the fact that there's a wide array of things poisoning us because that was about atrazine, a pesticide, but it's like from pesticides to the plastics, the things that are destroying our testosterone and our natural way of life is innumerable.
3: I have been in a 28-year... Marathon battle with the globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalists at point blank range in the information war, but I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason you've had this success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had we now have three new game-changing products that are in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. And one of our best-selling products sold out for over a year that's now back in stock. Our prebiotic does need any introduction Does such amazing things for your gut flora, your overall health. What it does is essential. Go read about it at InfoWarsStore.com. And now, the fourth toothpaste designed by my dad, the last two were big hits. This one is really special. It's turmeric concentrate with a bunch of other essential oils and so much more to take your mouth's health to the next level. We also have high-quality ashwagandha root for your libido, your stamina, your testosterone with black pepper extract to accelerate it as a pill, and we have ashwagandha root gummies as well. Very strong, very powerful, now in stock at infowarstore.com. Go there, experience these great products and others, and fund the InfoWar. The only way we fail is not taking action. God bless you. Now, please visit InfoWarsStore.com and experience these powerful products for yourself.
0: You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
2: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. On the line with me is Raw Egg Nationalist. You can follow him on Twitter at Baby Gravy 9, at Baby Gravy 9. The website is raweggnationalist.com Of course, it's not just about slonking eggs. You actually have a, a very deep knowledge of human health in general, and especially when it comes to nutrients and what's being done to our food supply. And let me just, I just want to read some headlines here. Uh, Because, you know, we bring up always, of course, the, uh, you know, they're putting chemicals in the water that that turn the freaking frogs gay. The the famous rant from Alex Jones, a lot of people, it's the only thing they know about Alex Jones. And that had to do with atrazine, the pesticide, and a study out of, I believe, UCLA, uh, Berkeley, uh, where they studied the effects where it was actually hermaphrodizing uh, frogs. This has also happened to the fish in the Potomac River. Uh, And that has to do with the pesticide. So it's not just plastic that it's happening with. Here's a headline from National Geographic. Mercury poisoning makes birds act homosexual. That is a huge influence on uh, uh, hormones and and everything else, uh, to breed or not to breed endocrine uh, response to mercury contamination by Arctic uh, seabirds. So it's mercury, it's the pesticides, and of course it's the plastics, the microplastics. Just over the last few years, here are some headlines. For the first time, researchers find microplastics deep in the lungs of living people. Sort of horrifying. That's from NPR in 2022. Microplastics discovered in human breast milk raises alarm. That was from October of last year. Babies' poop has way higher levels of microplastics than adults. And you mentioned that in your article for the National Pulse that babies and children have much higher levels of microplastics than adults do. Extremely troubling. And you have scientists find microplastics in fresh Antarctic snow for the first time. That was June of last year. So clearly we're reaching some sort of critical mass here. And I mean, there's a plethora of problems, but let's focus on the endocrine disruption, testosterone disruption aspect of this. What type of effect is are, are all of these chemical manipulants having on the human population when it comes to fertility and testosterone? Well, it's, it's all the trends are tending in one direction, Harrison, and that's
1: down. So testosterone is down massively over the last five to seven decades. Male fertility is down, and by that I mean sperm counts and also sperm quality. I mean it's it's reached the point now that uh, there's a book out last year by Shanna Swan, who's a reproductive health expert from Mount Sinai University. Uh, New York Countdown is the book, and her prediction, based simply on extrapolating current trends, you know, drawing the line on the graph a little bit further out into the future, is that by 2045, the median man will have uh, a sperm count of zero. And what that means, essentially, is that half of all men will produce no sperm whatsoever, and the other half will produce so few sperm as to be functionally infertile. So <laughs> the, the implication of that is that by 2045, we may not actually be able to reproduce by natural
2: means that's what that's one generation essentially we're one generation away from that that end of men circumstance yeah yeah it, it's crazy it's crazy and the thing is that all the sorts of
1: other associated effects are, um, are are just as terrible. I mean, having low testosterone, and there is a there's a crisis of of testosterone. More and more men have low testosterone. It's a disaster. It's uh, testosterone is the master male hormone. Right. You need other hormones, including estrogen, as a man. But if your testosterone is low, then you are going to to have a wretched life. You will be. You'll probably be overweight. You may even suffer from gynecomastia, so that's development of breast tissue. You'll be depressed, anxious. You'll have low libido, low motivation. I mean, it's the knock-on effect of having low testosterone is that actually, basically, you are not a man or you are far, far less of a man than you could be.
2: Right, and let's, let's talk a little bit more about that because people, testosterone gets a bad rap in the mainstream media, essentially. In fact, you quote, um who is it you quoted the uh, avatar uh, director james cameron yeah, james cameron right he says uh testosterone he described testosterone as a toxin you have to slowly work out of your system but we know from studies and monkeys and in humans as well testosterone has an interesting effect it can make you more aggressive but it can also make you i mean i've read studies that say it, it actually improves your judgment it proves your ability to just go with your gut it makes you a more fair judge of situations where people with lower testosterone may be actually more biased than people with a high testosterone. So it may have some negative effects, but it has a lot of really positive effects. uh, And it's sort of a stabilizing force in, in men in a lot of ways. It makes you more like confident. And so you don't feel the need to lash out. And they say monkeys, when they have low testosterone, they become both more submissive and more aggressive and it's this weird combination that i think we see you know in the world around us with these leftist kind of new males that are are extremely aggressive but in submission to to something else uh, to talk about the, this the effects of testosterone that can be positive that are ignored by the mainstream media and the wider public testosterone is absolutely a
1: pro-social hormone testosterone is testosterone is a <laughs> I mean, men wouldn't have it ideally in such high quantities if it wasn't needed, and it very much is needed. I mean, there are, there are lots of interesting studies. More and more studies now are coming out that suggest, that, that sort of overturn this, uh, this rather sort of crude idea that testosterone is, uh, is, is just a sort of um, barbarizing hormone that just makes you a sort of um, unthinking, uncaring sort of um, man who's liable to hit someone over the head with a club. Mm. I mean, there was a study that was done uh, a few years ago, an interesting study that was done about um, faithfulness, you know, f- faithfulness to one's partner and testosterone levels. And uh, the psychologist basically from this study demonstrated that it looks like actually the higher uh, the level of testosterone a man has, the more likely, not less, the more likely he is to be faithful to his partner. So, you know, there's um there's, there's a whole lot of nuance and there's a whole lot of, um, there's a whole lot of data that gets missed by people like James Cameron when he says things like that to score points with the liberal media.
2: Right. Right. And we we really can't underestimate that because as you say that, you know, all this stuff is pushing in the same direction and on top of the sperm counts lowering, you've got women waiting for longer to have babies. So that's going to lower fertility and you have sort of the psychological pressure that's, telling people explicitly don't have kids, stay away from kids, don't be a man, don't don't have testosterone. So like all of these things are pushing the same direction. It's away from testosterone. It's away from manliness and uh, towards just ultimate death or, or some sort of scientific Frankenstein monster where they're harvesting stem cells to create eggs to build children. So it's horrific and unnecessary because we can stop this. Uh, let's talk a little bit about solutions to this you say in your article from the uh, national pulse and if people want to read it they can go to the nationalpulse.com, com. raw egg nationalist the world has a plastic problem new study into plasticosis uh, disease reveals you say the uh, if it's ubiquity is the defining feature of plastic pollution today there are still things you can do to mitigate your exposure even if you can't eliminate it totally what are some things that people can do to keep away from these endocrine disruptors the poison the all of this what can they do well, first of all, reduce your reliance
1: on plastic. So, stop using plastic bottles. Don't use plastic Tupperware stuff like that. Certainly, don't don't ever heat food in the microwave in plastic Tupperware because that causes the chemicals to leach out into the food. Bad news. Um, uh, filter your water. You know, Alex Alex tells people to filter their water to get an Alexa Pure filter or something like that, and filter their water. And that's for good reason. Uh, yeah, you should be filtering your water. Tap water is not is not drinkable in uh, the form that it comes through the taps. Um, The other thing, ditch processed food. Any food that comes in plastic, pre-prepared food in plastic, you know, will have gone through a whole factory process where it it will have accrued uh, bits of plastic in it, microplastics and stuff like that. There's loads of studies to show that pre-prepared food has the highest levels of microplastics in it. Um, Start buying organic food if you can, or food from a local farmer. Maybe grow some food yourself those are Those are probably three or four things that you can do that will reduce the vast majority of your exposure. The other thing would be if you if you uh, live in a house with carpets, hoover the carpets more regularly, especially if you 've got little ones because the little ones. The reason that children have higher levels of microplastics in their bodies is because they're crawling around on the floor. They're at nose level with the carpet, hoovering up the dust, hoovering up the plastic dust into their into their sinuses and lungs. So, yes,
2: I mean, hoover your carpets
1: as well. Um, yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah, so lots lots of things you can do and, of course, just being cognizant and aware of this is sort of half the battle. People just don't know. They throw the plastic in the microwave, microwave it up. They have no idea what they're doing as long as you know and just try to, to use, you know, glass containers as much as possible. That in and of itself will will be a major help uh, to you. Again, the article is amazing. It goes into plastic plasticosis and all this stuff. Um, I just want to thank you so much for for coming on and, and talking about all this. And wouldn't it be nice if this was the climate catastrophe that all the corporations were were trying to solve? Wouldn't it be nice if this was the the thing that the great reset was focused on, was trying to heal the earth rather than some scam about uh Carbon. I mean, what it Doesn't this deserve a worldwide concerted effort to defeat? Yes, it does. Fingers crossed if we keep pushing. Uh, it Really, it's a. Uh, you want to talk about running out of time? Forget global warming. It's global plasticization we need to worry about. Thank you so much, Raw Egg Nationalist. Follow him on Twitter at babygravy 9 RawEggNationalist.com. We'll be right back to the third hour.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, We have a new toothpaste that my dad, a retired dentist and oral surgeon developed, Dr. Jones Natural's turmeric toothpaste that just came into stock. And I got to tell you, I got samples of this months ago, and it is amazing. The way it makes your gums feel, what it does to your mouth is insane. We know turmeric is an antioxidant and anti-inflammatory and does such great things for the body. Then you add that with tea tree oil and a bunch of other essential oils. It is just dynamite. It is so good to detox and attack inflammation in your mouth. I want to challenge everybody to try the new toothpaste at InfoWarsStore.com. Dr. Jones Naturals Turmeric Toothpaste. And while you're at it, check out the new Ashwagandha line of products. We have Ashwagandha with black pepper extract for your libido, your testosterone, in pill form. And we have the pure Ashwagandha root gummies as well. Now available at InfoWarStore.com. They're amazing products and they fund the InfoWar. Take action now at InfoWarStore.com.